Hello, word nerds. Welcome to another episode of The Dictionary. Today is brought to you by me. I'm doing this. First word is bindery. B-I-N-D-E-R-Y. Noun from 1793. A place where books are bound. Now we have the word binding. It is the first form. Noun from from the 13th century. One, the action of one that binds. Number two, a material or device used to bind, as to A, the cover and materials that hold a book together, to B, a narrow fabric used to finish raw edges. Uh, now we have to C, a set of ski fastenings for holding the boot, the boot, holding the boot firm on the ski. The boot, the boot, the boot. All right, now we have the second form of binding. It is an adjective from the 14th century. One, that binds. That's the whole definition, that binds. Number two, imposing an obligation. Bindingly is an adverb, and bindingness is a noun. Now we have binding energy, noun from 1932. The energy required to break up a molecule, atom, or atomic nucleus completely into its constituent particles. That must take up a lot of energy and a lot of thought on how to figure out how to do that. Now we have bindle, B-I-N-D-L-E, noun from 1897, a bundle of clothes or bedding. This It says it's perhaps an alternative of the word bundle. So it could be a bundle and it could be a bindle. Uh, now we have bindle, stiff, two words, uh, noun from 1897. The synonym is just the word hobo, especially one who carries his clothes or bedding in a bundle. Bedding in a bundle, it's also called a bindle. Uh, I, yeah, I mean, that makes sense when you put it that way, um, but I, had, I don't think I've ever heard bindle stiff as a, another name for a hobo. They got all their clothes in that little, that little bag, and they probably have it on a stick, which maybe is where the word stiff comes from. I don't know. Now we have bind off, two words, transitive verb from circa 1939, to cast off in knitting. I've never knitted before. I don't, I don't know this one. I, would, I wouldn't mind actually learning how to knit or crochet. It seems like something that I wouldn't mind doing because I like those sort of monotonous tasks that are, don't take up a lot of brain energy. I could watch a show or listen to a podcast or listen to music or something while I'm, while I'm doing that. Um, obviously, sometimes it does take some thought. You have to think about, you know, you don't want to make a mistake because then you got to undo it, and that's a pain. But I guess the phrase in knitting is bind off. Now we have bind over, transitive verb from 1610, to put under a bond to do something, as appear in court. Now we have bind weed, all one word, so you'd say bind weed, noun from 1548. Any of various twining plants, uh, we're going to skip the parentheses, that mat or interlace with plants among which they grow. So the part in parentheses says, especially the genus Convolvulus, Convolvulus, which is of the morning glory family. So maybe I can find an example of a twining plant called bindweed. Next we have bine, B-I-N-E. Noun from 1727, a twining stem or flexible shoot as of the hop, also a plant 
as woodbine, whose shoots are bines. I don't know what any of that meant. I've heard of woodbine. They use that a lot in like the name of a place or a golf course or something. So I guess a woodbine is a plant and it's made of bines. Ooh, excuse me. Their shoots are bines. I got to find a picture. Okay, now we have uh, Beaner. I was going to say Biner, but it's Beaner, B-I-N-E-R. It is a noun from 1973, and the synonym is Carabiner. That's the thing that usually rock climbers use to hook onto stuff. Um, I used to have a Carabiner for my keys, um, and so some people just call them Beaners. Now we have Benet Simone Scale, capital B-I-N-E-T, hyphen, capital S-I-M-O-N, Simone. Uh, it looks like Simon, but it's pronounced Simone. Uh, and then the word scale. So this is a noun from 1914. An intelligence test consisting originally of tasks graded from the level of the average three-year-old to that of the average 12-year-old, but later extended in range. I don't know if I've heard of this one. This is from Alfred Benet, who died in 1911, and Theodore, or maybe Theodore, Simone, who died in 1961, and they were French psychologists. Uh, I have a feeling, because we don't really hear this anymore, that it's not something that gets used. Even the IQ test, I've heard, is you know doesn't really do what people think it does. Moving on to Bing Cherry. Noun from 1925, a widely cultivated large sweet cherry having glossy dark red skin and firm juicy flesh. This is from, in case you were curious, uh, this is from Ah Bing. What is happening? Ah, is that a language? Hold on, let's check. Almost there. Pronunciations, abbreviations. Is there an abbreviation for A-H? No, there is not. Okay, so what is this saying? A-H, and then the word Bing in italics. F-L, maybe I should look up what that is too. F-L, 1875, an American, or but Chinese-born horticulturist. So was his, his or her name Ah Bing? Ah Bing? But what does the F-L mean? Why don't I know these things? Come on. Come on, Spencer. What's going on? What's going on? F-L, 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 flourished, flourished? Okay, anyway, Bing Cherry comes from somebody, uh, a Chinese-born American who was a horticulturist. The first time I heard Bing Cherry, I think, was actually related to Friends, the show Friends, because Chandler's last name is Bing, and they made some joke about that, but it was in the 90s. I didn't, I didn't know what a Bing Cherry was, uh, but now it's, yeah, everybody knows what it is. Next, we have the word binge, B-I-N-G-E. Oh, we hear this a lot these days. Uh, It is the first form noun from 1854. 1A, a drunken revel. Synonym is spree. 1B, an unrestrained and often excessive indulgence, as in a buying binge. 1C, an act of excessive or compulsive consumption, as of food. Number two, a social gathering. Synonym is party. Never heard of a party called a binge, but that makes sense. Uh, This is E. I assume that means English dialect. Um, Binge, which which means to drink heavily. 
course, we uh, we use it. Um, this is more of the, the next form, which we will read, but uh, usually we hear the word binge now. You could binge a show, um, but obviously it has to do with food and, and drinking as well. So now we have the second form of binge. It is an, uh, an intransitive verb from 1910, to go on a binge. Binger is a noun. Now we have the word bingo. So many possible uses for the word bingo. Uh, number uh, first form, interjection from 1925. One, it is used to announce an unexpected event or instantaneous result. Bingo. Number two, used to announce a winning position in bingo. When you get a bingo, you say bingo. I remember when I was at uh, camp once, so one of them sleepover camps. For some reason, I was in a bad mood. I was probably like seven years old or something. I was, I don't know if I was in a bad mood or what, for whatever reason, I just wanted to like pout and be in the cabin by myself. And there was a whole bingo game going on. The whole bunch of people got together in the the cafeteria area and uh, they were playing bingo. And my counselor made me feel better for whatever, whatever I was pissed about. I don't know. And then uh, he convinced me to go play bingo with everybody. And I think the first game I played, I won. I got bingo. I think I got like a stick of gum or something stupid. All right, number three for bingo. Used to express endorsement of a correct assertion. Yes, you got it. Bingo. Uh, So this is an alternative of the word bing, B-I-N-G, which is not in the dictionary, which is an interjection suggestive of a ringing sound. Now we have the second form of bingo. It is a noun from 1923. A game of chance played with cards having numbered squares corresponding to numbered balls drawn at random and won by covering five such squares in a row. Also, a social gathering at which bingo is played. Bingo, it's just a game of luck, really. I mean, it's kind of fun, but that's all it is. We we pay, play Oscar bingo when, when the Oscars... Uh, come on every year. My wife and I just, we print up a bunch of those bingo cards. And if it's just us, we'll grab like three or four of the cards. And then, you know, you don't really win anything, but it it's something to do while the show is going on. And there's things like somebody cries, somebody has a handwritten acceptance speech, somebody falls, there's a car commercial. Uh, anyway, it's just kind of a fun thing to do for a kind of silly show. Next, we have Binky, capital B-I-N-K-Y. This is a trademark, which I had no idea. It is used for an infant's pacifier. I hear people call pacifiers binkies all the time, but I did not realize that it was an actual trademarked pacifier called a binky. Man, you guys got lucky. Whoever whoever came up with that, that, that stuff gets used all the time. It's like Kleenex and Hoover and all that. Now we have the word binnacle, B-I-N-N-A-C-L-E. It is a noun from 1762, a housing for a ship's compass and a lamp. Hmm, that's called a binnacle. This is an alternative of the uh, Middle English bitacle, which is from, I think this is saying Old Portuguese or Old Spanish, and then it says Old Portuguese again, bitacola, and the old Spanish bitacula, bitacula, uh, from the Latin habitacu, habitaculum, 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 yeah. Uh, that means dwelling place, from habitare, which means to inhabit, 
And there's more at the word habitation. And now we have the last word. It is binox. B-I-N-O-C-S. It is a noun from 1970, and we just have the synonym binoculars. That was it for this one. Uh, let us pick a lot of good ones I liked in here. Let's pick Benet Simone scale because I didn't know what that was. That is it. Uh, go have some fun and be good to your fellow people. Seriously, this has been Spencer dispensing information. Goodbye.